is featured in volume one, issue one of our zine. And the common theme throughout this series, Friends in High Places, is that all of these women played a role in making our first issue um, and really our first two years so much of what it is. And Shaba played a role in an especially important role as she challenged me um, in the most delicate way that you possibly can to someone who is excited about a new idea or new venture um, to be responsible with my message. And I am forever grateful for that because as we all know, the road to hell was paved with good intentions. And so although I mean well, when I say that weed is very much so a good thing, we must, we must also acknowledge um, you know, that like anything else in this world, some people can abuse and become addicted to cannabis. And in spreading my message on the enjoyment of recreational and medicinal cannabis, I must also acknowledge the lack of regulation and testing, meaning that most people, especially those who consume on the black market, probably have no idea what they're really smoking, where it came from, et cetera. And, you know, biological warfare is a thing. It gets deep. Um, but she planted that seed in my mind. And like I said, I will forever be, I will forever be grateful. Um, she is the owner and head designer of Manal Brass Jewelry. She's a loving mother, wife, and an inspiration to the girls simply by living in her purpose. Um, and that's very beautiful and something, a very simple concept that not a lot of people understand, but I feel like she understands it and lives it very well. But I could go on. I'm going to let her do the talking. Everybody, please welcome Sheba Diaz Muhammad. Hi. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Okay, now before I continue, I all I feel like I all I call you Shaba. Mm -hmm. Is it Shaba or is it Shaba? It's actually Shaba. Shaba. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause I was saying it like that. And I'm like, did I just give this girl, I, it sounds so like Shaba. And I'm like, did I just start calling her that? And I was like, it's definitely so, oh, it's like, okay. Can I tell you something so funny? I actually don't even notice which way people say it until. Really? <laughs> I'm sure because it's so just like, okay. But yes, I definitely go between the two all the time. And I'm like, wait, which one is it? Is she? Cause you know, people always call me Rach for sure. Like people give you a nickname. Like I, I don't not like it, but I wouldn't choose Rach as my nickname, but people always call me Rach. So I'm like, whatever. Okay. You know, okay. <laughs> like people definitely call me Shay. And I literally, I do. Not I call you Shay. Shay Bob. <laughs> I respond. That's all. I know what I'm being spoken to. That's all. <laughs> so how has your year been so far? We're at what? Like two weeks in, this is the second week. How has it been for you? Um full already <laughs> but sure. not, not in a bad way not in a bad way um definitely I am so grateful super grateful first of all to be in 2021 because Hello. yes um there are people that I'm sure we all know that were not that didn't make it into this year you know with us that we started 2020 with so first of all I just want to you know acknowledge my gratitude for that but yeah, um, I'm feeling like a new person 
as far as, you know, we're in the first two weeks, so I just have to compare it to 2020, but I feel like the person that I walked into 2020 as, I am not that person, thank God. I'm so grateful for that <laughs> growth. Um, so yes, I, I feel like I'm in a beautiful space and I'm so happy to be here and like sharing everything that's going on with you. So yeah. Yay, same. I have already experienced, like you said, I'm a completely different person um, than I was last year and in, in good ways, in many good ways. Um, and I, I feel like I started my year off last year. It was, it was on the up and up and then COVID happened and, you know, all these fallouts from that, but it made me a much stronger person to be able to deal with the very many things I've already had happen <laughs> this year. So um, like you said, it's growth and I am thankful for it. Um, change is the only constant in life. So we, we got to get, it's a lot of change going on right now, but we have to make sure we're taking care of our minds and bodies and keep pushing forward. It's just growth. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So if you guys haven't read volume one, you should, it's on our site. Um, but Sheba, <laughs> Sheba, we just, for those of you who just joined, um, we were talking about surnames and like Shay, I always call her Shay or Sheba and the correct pronunciation of her name is Sheba. Yes, ma'am. Uh, and that's just Sheba. I like Sheba. Okay. okay. But <laughs> Sheba, Sheba told us um, that art and creativity in general have always played a huge role in her life and that um, you actually went to school briefly for fashion design and you studied fine art and then you started making jewelry on the side people fell in love with the jewelry they wanted you to make them some and then Manal was born um, but you got to read the article for the whole spiel she really gets in depth <laughs> but can you speak a little more to your journey um, for those who haven't heard and how you ended up here and why Manal what does it mean all those things Absolutely. So just to try to keep a long story short, uh, because this has been a 10 going on 11 year journey for me leading up to this point, which is like crazy to say and even think about. But yes, I did. I went to school for fashion design in Chicago. I had every intention of being a fashion designer, but I was kind of like in this weird in between space where we didn't make enough to, well, we made too much according to like, you know, I don't know how they measure that stuff. We made too much for financial aid, but realistically we didn't have enough for my mom to actually pay for me to go to school. So. I think that's most people, which I'm like, that's okay. a problem. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I had to stop um, and I had to start working. So I was working as a visual merchandiser and an accessory specialist. And I kept, literally, I kept spending all of my paycheck on all the accessories and jewelry at the place that I worked. And I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I'm pretty sure I can make some of this stuff. So literally that's how I started just making my own jewelry to save myself money. And like you said, like my friends, family, people started asking me and I was like, hmm, you know, maybe I can make my own money doing this. So that literally is how it started. Um, there, it, it was not a linear path by any means from that point to this one. It was kind of like, of course. 
like scribble and then and you end up at you know this point that you're at now and you're like wow that was progress that's what progress looks like mm-hmm. so yep so yeah just you know long story short I went through a lot of different phases and so many experiences in my life one of the most significant was the passing of my father the transition of my father that was a huge um I did a lot of soul searching, you know, at that point. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I said was that, because my father, he was extremely gifted, but I don't feel like the world really got to see that. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I promised myself was, well, I'm going to figure out what my purpose is. So before I leave this earth, I want to make an impact, Mm -hmm. you know, with it. And that really was like, I would say the first phase that kind of set me on this path going towards what I I have finally now, gosh, that was in 2014. And I finally now, six years later, feel like that question has sort of been answered for me. So I'm walking into 2021 with so many lessons, so many experiences, so many struggles, but that all is a part of, you know, the beauty of the journey, the struggle is what qualifies us for that next stage for that next chapter. So I'm grateful for all of it. Um, And I hope I answered that question well. No, no, you did. And then some drop some gems and all of that. Um, People agree. Um, So many follow up questions, like my mind is like, buzzing. but so you talk about um, the scribble, like the process. And I think so much of that, and then that that how you realize, you know, you started the journey in 2014. And now here you are just realizing, oh, but I think the, the, like all of it, it's always a, oh, like you're always having Mm -hmm. these, you're always growing into your purpose and who you are. And I think um, I've always recognized your light, but I've definitely seen, um, you've, you've come out more. You started sharing more of yourself, your purpose with the world. And it's been such a beautiful thing for me to see because, you know, starting with tea and incense, like I, we would just talk about things and ideas and we worked together. Um, I did uh, some photo shoots for Manal and just, you know, I'm like, she needs to be, everybody needs to be hearing this. And like, and so it's so refreshing to finally see you like, and like really good content too, like, good amazing beautiful job but all that to say I be just out here giving the girls praises I'm gonna just I need to change the theme of this show I just be on here just gushing about the girls but it is beautiful to see like like you just said like you just living in your purpose and for so many people I was just talking with a friend about this the other day that's just that is inspiring um so but my question in all that is in all that scribble, what has been your, for you, like your most defining moment? Like, oh, wow. Like, I, you know, what has been like that moment for you so far? Yeah. So I feel like whatever my most recent struggle is, the lesson <laughs> I took from that is always going to be my, like the most important thing at the time. And so the, the most recent thing that I can relate it to is honestly, like the whole 2020 <laughs> has been such a challenge, you know, to be honest, it's been mm-hmm. such a struggle and such, and such a challenge, but that also is the beauty of it. I learned so much about myself throughout that year. And at the beginning, when the, when the pandemic first began, 
I really was in a position where I wanted to be online. I wanted my business. So I had a website and everything, but I was by no means like making all of my sales and doing my business online. And so I was in a position where my revenue was coming from doing art shows and pop-ups and all of these in-person events. And that was how I made my revenue for my business. That was the bulk of my revenue. And so I always wanted to be online though. So when the pandemic happened, obviously that whole stream of revenue was eliminated. It was gone. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to (laughs) do? Like, I have to learn this stuff and quick, you know, I have to be able to pivot, but it wasn't just like a decision like that. It, It was very much so a process of being okay with being in a position of insecurity. I had literally just moved into a new, more expensive studio. Um, Yeah, (laughs) there was a lot happening at that point in time. And so, you know, I prayed and I went to God and I was like, if you want me to shut this business down, just put it in my heart to accept that and put it in my heart to be open to and fall in love with whatever it is that you want me to be be doing. Mm -hmm. And that was my prayer. That was it. And so after that, the, you know, unfortunately, all of this stuff with George Floyd happened, you Mm -hmm. know, and then everybody wanted to shop black and support black business. And my shop blew up. It blew up to the point where I couldn't even handle it. So that's when I had to hire my first employee. That was not what I had planned. But look at God. Look how that is so beautiful. (laughs) But I'm gonna tell you, there was also an internal like thing that I was dealing with because I knew that that was coming off of the heels of something Mm -hmm. so painful. Mm -hmm. So I was in a position where it was like, how can I, how can I be accepting of this? You know, how can I receive this right now in the right spirit and in the right mindset? And then I got my response and that response was, it's about time that the attention was put on us economically. It's about time. We deserve all of it, all of it. And you look like you want to say something. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I, that is so deep that you say that because number one, I would have had no idea. Like I've obviously, I guess it was after like the George Floyd thing but you like you're featured in Vogue like like so many amazing things have been happening for you and I've always in my mind though like that's your brand has always been that like it's always been there like I had no idea that a majority of your revenue came from art shows like I knew that you did them and that you had a huge presence there but I always thought you were this like online um, phenomenon because you have such a diverse you've always had such a diverse following um, and an international following. So Mm -hmm. that isn't new. I guess it's just gotten bigger. Um, So you've always been this person and I've always seen that. So it's shocking to hear, but I mean, Mm -hmm. this, a similar thing, I was working doing promotional products for Staples and then doing this on the side, like just like my passion and then lost that opportunity. I was relatively new in that position and I was partially furloughed and then I got fully furloughed. And it was when I was partially furloughed and I started spending more time on my business and like trying to live in my purpose. And I, I just had, I think I was, I, because we were working from home, I may have like smoked too much or something, but I was just really in my head and thinking and I, I became very sad that I had a moment where I felt like, wow, did 
people have to die and there be a pandemic and all this go on for me to realize and, you know, have this moment with myself. And I felt very sad in that moment. I cried. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, it was just me crying for the world. And really in that moment, like, okay, what am I going to do? You know, I can't let that feeling because that's a grim, very kind of dark um, and it can hinder you to, to revel. Yeah. It can hinder you to revel in that. So, you know, I had to move on, but I definitely acknowledge that. And um, like you said, it just, it was something that I I was able to grow from, but Mm -hmm. it is something that even, especially as a black person business, you have to sit with and, because it is kind of like a, if I'm using the term correct, like a martyr, a, a, a um, it's, it's good to know that these people have not passed in vain, mm-hmm. but, you know, and not even just George Floyd, all the people who came before him, you know, Tamir Rice, Mike Brown, all of them. Um, it's, I'm sure it's comforting to know that it was not in vain, mm-hmm. um, but it could get deep. I started my cycle today, not trying to cry. Um <laughs> But also, so can you tell why Manal, why did you choose that name? And um, why do you choose to name the pieces in Arabic as you do? I know that's something you've done traditionally. I don't know if you still do that, but um, if you could just talk a little bit about that when you get settled. Oh, hey. (laughs) Hey, oh my gosh. Shay do not be showing her son and I do not blame you, but oh my God, hi. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Let's make a quick Don't adjustment. <laughs> so yes, you asked where the name Manal came from, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that actually came when I was speaking about the transition of my dad. That came out of that soul searching process. Okay. So I knew I was at a point. So again, I had been making jewelry for about 10 years, uh, not then, but now. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of experimentation trying to figure out like, what was my style and identity and kind of voice of my you know, brand going to be or not brand because I wasn't thinking brand at that point, but just what I was creating. Every artist wants to find their voice, right? Or identity. And so I had gone through this, you know, long period of just experimentation, trying all these different styles and stuff. And I eventually got to a point where the name that I had previously, which I'm not going to say <laughs> because, it, because um, I never really liked it, but I used it. <laughs> but yeah. Like so, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sure you could find it if you look. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I went through this soul searching process and I felt like, okay, now it's time to evolve. It's time for a new name. It's time to give it a new identity. The jewelry that I was making, I was like, I'm done with that. I'm ready to do a new style of jewelry. Like it just felt like it was time to change. And so I was like, okay, I don't know what the name is going to be, but I knew that it had to be something meaningful. It had to be something that had a purpose that, you know, resonated for me and would resonate to, you know, all the women that would be buying and wearing the jewelry. So when I'm in a position like that, I say, okay, I'm just going to open myself to receive it. So I waited and I just, you know, kind of went about life as normal, kind of like looking for it, but just letting it, you know, come to me when it's ready, not something I was going to force by any means. And I was actually watching a YouTube video. She was a, she's a beauty uh, vlogger. And I heard her name and actually she didn't go by her name, like on her YouTube, but I heard her name in one of her videos. Somebody said it or she mentioned it or something, but her name was Manal. 
And when I heard it, I said, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Like it just struck me immediately. And so I went to go look at the meaning and it was an Arabic name. I wanted the name to be Arabic, but I went to go look up the meaning and it meant attainment, achievement, and success. Mm. And I said, that's what I was waiting on. <laughs> that's the name that I was waiting on. That's what I want for myself. That's what I want for women. That's what I want women to want for themselves. So I was like, that is the name that that's the one I felt it. It's the name that makes sense. Cause the name in itself, it sounds grand, but feminine, strong, but it's like a perfect balance. It rolls off your tongue nicely. Like, yes, you did that with the name or <laughs> the spirit did that with the name. It's like yes. you, you prayed for it. It came to you. Yes. Um, what I don't want to go over. I know I have, mm. you have lots of things to do. Um, what time do I have you until? Oh, we can just keep rolling. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Cool. I didn't yeah. know if, cause I, there's a slot. So, um, you guys, if you have questions that you want to ask, you can put them in the chat, or if you want it to be private, you can put in the Q and a, um, but I just wanted to read some of the comments people. Mm-hmm. This is people commenting today. You over here preaching. <laughs> um, Michael said her story resonates so much. Jasmine, amen. Lots of yeses, lots of commands. Um, yeah, guys, if you have specific questions for her, um, you can start to ask them in the Q&A. Um, I want to do a better job at making sure I get to people's questions and comments. I love answering questions. So I'm happy to be a resource. Please ask away. Please, guys. Um, so during all of this madness, like I said, I would have never known Manal had a bump in the road and all of her grandeur, but um, you, you wear it very well. You, you've always, you always present yourself very gracefully. You all like, even in your business content, like everything's just always so well done and well put together. Um, And this has been a very crazy year. Like even during this crazy year, you've been able to maintain that. So I have to ask how, how do you do it? How do you stay sane? How do you stay so (laughs) zen and graceful? Oh, lots of prayer, lots of meditation. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something right now. So my brand is all about intentional living. It's all about slow living, and it's evolved from that point to where I've established. So during this pandemic, um, I've got I've gained a mentor, and so one of the things that he told me to do was to make a vision board for all. And literally, as crazy as it sounds, I have never made a vision board in my life. So wow. I, I know, and, and I'm a creative, like that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. That's, I can't go figure. <laughs> so I made this uh, vision board for Manal and I, I took like a complete, I took a day completely off and just focused on that for the day. And my cousin, who's also my production assistant, she helped me with it. So we were making the vision board and it was such um, a moving process because we were being really intentional and I was really asking myself like the tough, deeper questions about what am I doing this for? Mm -hmm. It can't Mm -hmm. be for the money because I've worked for the money before and I burned myself out, Yeah, (laughs) you know? (laughs) It has to be for something that's gonna refuel me. It has to be, you know, it has to come from within. And so I'm going through, I'm thinking about, you know, what is the purpose of all this gonna be? And all of this stuff, has been unfolding ever since I made that vision board. And so one of the things that I always say is 
I did not make Manal and this whole concept of slow living and intentional living, I didn't implement this. And I, I don't talk about this every day through my work because I've mastered it. I talk about it because it's what I need mm. <laughs> in my life. It helps mm. me stay intentional. It helps me stay mindful. And it gives me, literally, I say that the pieces that I design. So every piece of jewelry that I wear, like this necklace, for example, I'm wearing the Hasa uh, major necklace. And Hasa, that means pebble in Arabic. And so the piece, uh, my meditation behind that was visualizing a river stone. So if you've ever seen a river stone, they're always smooth. They're always really polished and smooth, beautiful, you know, little pebbles. But the reason that they're smooth is because of the pressure of water. The pressure of water removes all of those surface, uh, all that surface texture, all those nicks and bumps and all that stuff that, you know, may be sticking out and protruding. The pressure of that water is what smooths the surface. Mm. And staying in that process is what smooths the surface. So the meaning behind the Hasa major necklace and all the Hasa collection is about staying in our process of refinement that all of the struggles and the challenges that we go through refine us and um, help us elevate help us you know um, become more of our, our truer selves can come to the surface and so all of the pieces that I, that I design are centered on a meditation or some type of characteristic or an attribute to carry as wearable reminders and so I design these pieces because I need those reminders too. <laughs> so I'm very much like what you see from Manal is me expressing what I need. So not that I didn't go through chaos during the yeah, past year, yeah. but I'm expressing that need and reclaiming that uh, space and atmosphere for myself and offering that to women at the same time through the work that I make. I think that's so beautiful and and you your jewelry is just so beautiful and it's because Thank all you. that intention <laughs> that you put into it but I like what you said um you stay sane by just being honest with yourself about what it is that you need and having the tough conversations with yourself and praying and meditating because you got to pray and meditate through those tough conversations <laughs> um for sure but um that goes into the first question um asked what do you feel what do you feel like the most difficult process of healing is for you that is a good question <laughs> what is the most difficult process of healing I guess the most I, difficult part of healing difficult part I would say probably identifying that the areas that we need healing in I would say that's the most yeah. difficult because you, you can't really change until you're aware that there needs to be a change. It's mm -hmm. like walking and your shoes untied and you keep tripping and you wonder like, why am I, why can't I like walk properly? You know, until mm -hmm. somebody says, Hey, your shoe is untied. Mm -hmm. We can always react and get offended that somebody pointed out something that we did wrong, you know, or may even decide to reject it because we don't want to believe certain things about ourselves, but being yeah, able yeah, to yeah. identify those areas Go ahead, Rara. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, but um, being able to identify that and come to terms with our truth, I would say is probably the most difficult part of the healing process because then we can heal. You have to be able to feel the pain and see the pain before you can heal it, you know? Yes. What is the saying? Um, 
God, why is it fleeting me? Because I say this all the time, but just this, this actualization, like just realizing being aware of something is like the first step. That's like half the battle is basically what people say. And that's really true. Like when you really find out like, oh, this is who I am, or this is what this is, then you can truly move forward. Um, yes, you can't heal what you don't reveal. Yes, thank you, Juju. <laughs> Um, Shia said, Sheba, your jewelry pieces are so beautiful <laughs> and have us and have a subtle elegance. My question is, has that always been your style, even when you first started making jewelry? I would say my style was a little bit of everything when I started. I was very much exploring and I still love all types of jewelry. But I was very much, when I first started, I was very much exploring and just trying different things on and decided what fit and what didn't fit. And over time, some things fell away and some things got stronger. And so eventually, I always relate my business to kind of like a baby. You know, it, it takes time for it to kind of develop that personality. So Manal is it comes from me, but it's very much like she is her own person. <laughs> so that's her personality. You know, I, I you know, I, I have jewelry that I buy from other people. I have these big clay earrings that are like colorful blue earrings. That's not something I would ever design from an all, but I still love it anyway, you know? So yeah. I feel like that's such a weird question to answer, but Mama has her personality and I guess Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are totally fine. Okay. <laughs> I know that you're a mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he is like, who is this person my mom's giving her attention to right now? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> he stays right here. <laughs> I understand my nephew is the same way. If I'm like trying to talk to my sister, he will literally, like, it's so, just so innocently, he will literally come between us. Like, it, like pay attention to me, please. Oh my <laughs> so God. I totally understand. And this is a part of the new, you know, everybody is working from home. This is a part of the, <laughs> they hey. come along with the territory. So exactly. Um, but I, so a few weeks ago, I was looking for, I had the paddle rings and they were my favorite because I like, mm -hmm. I wear very simple pieces. I love your pieces. Um, I lost my paddle rings. <laughs> So I am in the market to get some new pieces and I've been seeing that you just launched some, you just launched something in the fall, right? Like a new line in the fall. So I did um, a little bit of a, a sneak, like a secret soft launch. Okay. okay. Um, so it's not, it's not launched yet. It's not available on the website yet. That actually okay. was kind of like a preview, a limited time preview to oh, the spring we'll summer collection I'm, so I, I get the newsletter you guys <laughs> yeah <All right. laughs> so um no I'll be doing another virtual kind of like secret sale before we fully launch um when the collection is like finally ready okay so can people can shop the collection on Instagram though now can't they yeah so you can shop on the the collection that we have um yeah, yeah, out right okay. now you can shop that yep you can shop it on instagram you can shop it on the website yeah. okay okay and then um what was my question oh i wanted to ask you what is um 
your favorite piece? Like, I'm sure it probably changes or, but what, and maybe you have like one for different occasions, but what are your favorite pieces or a piece? Yeah, so this is actually one from, so it was the Hasa. There's actually a Hasa ring um, that I was wearing like every day for a long time. But right now, no, so that's the Adas ring. The Hasa ring is like, it's kind of like a signet ring and it has this oval shape on the top and then kind of like these um, like layers underneath it. Okay. But, okay. but yeah, that was a part of the pebble collection that I was just talking about. <clears throat> but the piece that I've been wearing really frequently now are the vine hoops. So that's actually a part of the um, spring summer collection that'll be coming out. And that one is a representation of giving our, okay, you want to go ask daddy for help? Go ask daddy for help. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) so that is from, uh, so yeah, the vine earrings, that's from the vine collection that'll be coming out. Um, And the meditation behind that just real quick Mm -hmm. is um, I was meditating on giving the effort and energy of ourselves to our visions or our dreams the things that we want to you know manifest and bring into reality and so I meditated on what the purpose of a vine is and a vine a vine is a a stem Mm -hmm. but the purpose of a stem or a vine is to deliver the nutrients so I'm thinking about you know fruit bearing um, you know plants or vegetable bearing plants their purpose is to deliver the nutrition Um, all the sustenance needed to create that fruit. And so I think about fruit as that object of our manifestation being physically present here with us. And so Mm -hmm. that vine is the channel that delivers, you know, what it needs. And so I think about our effort and all of the things needed to bear fruit, the things that we want to bring into reality so that the idea behind that is just a reminder to nurture our visions nurture our dreams and really be intentional with how we're living and whether that's in alignment with bringing that future thing that we're envisioning into reality so I've been wearing those hoops like I'm not wearing them today because I was like I need to take a break (laughs) but I've been wearing those hoops like every day consistently why wouldn't you want to wear a piece of jewelry that that's what it means (laughs) why wouldn't you people um so do you put the jewelry meditations like in like when people order jewelry do you have like the what it means a little insert Mm -hmm. I don't I need to do it so it's on the website I know I know (laughs) it's it's on on the website but I'm like girl yay I know I need to because you know I need to just like sit down and create because you know if I if I do the cars they got to be cute so I just need to sit down and like and I design love when you create things. <laughs> I just need to do it. I have no excuses. <laughs> yes, I would love. So when I order mine, hopefully I can have my little jewelry meditation because I know it's going to be cute. I could set it up like my little, like all of my, like, like I said, I don't wear a lot of jewelry. I wear the same pieces all the time, which is why I'm really mm-hmm. pissed about my paddle rings, but that's okay. But I like we'll to set everything up. <laughs> Look, I told you I'm shopping. I'm in the market now, but I set everything up on my dresser. So it's like laid out and cute. And I would definitely like have my like jewelry meditation and like style my necklace on there. And I would just love that. But um, yes. So other than um, 
Oh, I did have this one question I wanted to ask. So I know that you, uh, and it's about, so in my introduction, I kind of told you guys that Shay is the reason why I am, she, she planted the seed of me, you know, having just this well-rounded approach to consumption um, and being responsible with the message of consumption. Because like I said, there are so many things with cannabis not being regulated um, and regularly tested or they're not being, you know, clear guidelines about what's going on with that it's free game you know it just is what it is out there and that can be very scary just like even with the food that we eat you know we really don't know exactly what it is that we're consuming but it's a regulated market we have some idea or we're able to grow our own fruit and not be or fruits and veggies and not be arrested for it so um all that to say um have you uh, reconsidered like with just because it is legal now um have you considered like being a part or like being have you not necessarily has your mind changed because that's not what I want to ask but are you more and are you interested in the legislation just period because I know that you used to consume but you don't anymore so just are you even interested in what's going on currently in the state of Missouri um so I would say as far as the legality of it that doesn't really bear any weight on sort of my stance and kind of whether I participate in it or not and I don't mm -hmm. but um I would say if if there's anything that concerns me about that it's about our people going to jail for it yeah. and other people benefiting and profiting off of it yeah that you know that's the number one thing you know and then also just you know our education behind knowing what we're consuming and what's in what we're consuming and what is doing to our bodies. So I would definitely, I'm not the scientist <laughs> behind this. Same. <laughs> but, you know, so I, I'm not even gonna, you know, try to approach a topic that I'm not well versed and studied in. There was a point in time where I did, you know, all of my research and made my decision. But after I made my decision, it's just kind of like, that's you know, what it is. <laughs> out of my head, but <laughs> exactly. But I would highly recommend anybody. Rara, can you hold on a second? <laughs> I would highly recommend anybody who wants to be responsible in doing that research to check out mm -hmm. Dr. Wesley's work. So he, I would say, is at the forefront of championing, championing, what am I trying to say? Championing. championing. <laughs> <laughs> um when it comes to the health and wellness specifically, specifically about our people, when it comes to our relationship with marijuana. So I would definitely recommend people check out Dr. Wesley's work because he's done a ton. He's dedicated a large chunk of his career as a scholar towards this. And so that is where, that's whose work I cite when I did my research. And so I would highly recommend, his name is Dr. Wesley. You can find him on YouTube. Uh, but I would definitely recommend uh, listening to his lectures, but also looking um, for his books, his work that you can actually purchase and read and like really get in depth with it. Definitely, especially if that's an area where you you want to be well versed and have a, a real a real well rounded understanding. I would highly recommend his research. Dr. Wesley. Dr. Wesley Muhammad. That's right. Dr. Wesley Muhammad. People look him up. I think after we did our interview for the um, 
zine i went and did i looked at some of his research and and or listened to some of his lectures on youtube and it was it was very enlightening um and inspiring and it changed the way I, I still do consume but and it changed but it changed the way I consumed um and just my it made me a more informed consumer I will say that and yes. you know just because we're pro cannabis we still have to just how you know like if you're pro Biden or pro Trump you know you still got to look and see what the other side talking about you know you yes. got to know what's going on <laughs> yes. and, and you know what at the end of the day it really is about what is actually happening Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? What is actually happening to our bodies? Mm -hmm. And so I don't even look at it as like sides or anything, because again, we talked, you know, in our last conversation about my mom who, you know, she was going through cancer and that was something that we had a conversation about. And, you know, if I were in that position and I, you know, experienced that, cause a lot of us do, unfortunately, yeah. if I experienced that, that would be one of the first things that I look at to use medicinally. Mm -hmm. you know, to try to, you know, help heal myself. And so, um, yeah, I would just say, you know, definitely doing that research and looking at the, the effects that it has hormonally, especially on men, you know, being an anti um, androgen and, you know, endocrine disruptor and, you know, just, just do that research. Definitely just. What is an anti androgen for the people who may not know, not me, but the other people. <laughs> So I know, look, okay, now you want me to start talking about science. <laughs> so I know it, it has to do with um, estrogen and the fact that marijuana has an estrogenic effect on the body hormonally. And so for men, it can produce, for example, like man boobs, you know, <laughs> but it, it can also disrupt that hormonal balance. For women, when you have too much estrogen, it actually creates testosterone. Not a lot of people know that. And so the way that it attaches to the recept, the, um, oh my God, see, look, I don't want to, I don't want to, to be, look, we gave y'all the warning <laughs> and you can go do the research yourself. We're sharing our knowledge of what we know here. Yes. Okay, people. <laughs> yes. I'm going to stop right there. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. But okay. So it's an anti, yeah, I do know that. I think that it's unfortunate that there aren't, I feel like there should at least be more studies out there about it for people who do want to use it. Because I know some women, maybe not necessarily THC, but some women still consume while they're with child. And some, it, it turned, I haven't seen any cases where it's been like, oh, her child is like, oh, it didn't turn out very well or versus something like drinking. But at the same time, you don't know it's still science at the end of the day. So this, we have a natural endocannabinoid system and we're able to feel the effects of um, cannabis because those cannabinoids attach to our receptors just naturally and they interact and cause things to happen and change in our body. And we don't really know how that works when a woman is with child or how it works in children. I think there have been some studies um, that have shown, and, and still we don't even know how valid this is, but some studies have shown that, um, especially for men, younger boys who smoke like under like 16, it causes your brain to not function as well, but it doesn't have that same effect in women. And that may have something to do with THC being the female component 
of cannabis and just women just working in tandem through nature to create beautiful things. But anyway, I could go on with that. Um, <clears throat> yes, I be educated people about what it is that you smoke like it is. I do want to spread that message of, you know, we was put here for you and me and it's a beautiful thing and it can be. But um, just we have to be educated consumers, especially in such a crazy market. I mean, people are going as far as spraying fentanyl on marijuana or CBD to make it have more THC effects and that can kill you. Um, I mean, there's lots of crazy things going on and most people still consume on the black market. The black market is still ruling the cannabis industry um, for better or worse, but we have to be educated about what we're consuming. And my girlfriend here was like, sis, I'm not judging, but just make sure you know what you're doing. And I received it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to come off me just to laugh with you. <laughs> so let me check in. No more questions. I could go on and on, but I know that Ra is like, mommy, it's time. Oh my God. And I don't want to be the reason. <laughs> so do you have any final words, any final thoughts, any final questions before we hang it up, guys? Oh, are you asking me or them? You both, both. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, for me, not, not, not really, just... Well, you know what? I'll say this. I will say this because it's on my mind. So I, I probably should say it. Um, one of the biggest things that I learned this past year was to shift the way that I see struggle and shift the way that I see challenges that happen in my life. I feel like our first reaction is always to want to avoid what causes us pain naturally, mm -hmm. you know, but we have to shift the way that we see challenges and actually recognizing that embedded within that challenge is actually the next phase for our success, the next phase for our growth. And so I really look at, I'm not even gonna say just 2020 because we're still in it, but a period yeah. of darkness that we all can see that, you know, and, I, and I'm sure we all have been dissatisfied with the way that the world has looked up until today, even, mm -hmm. you know? And so recognizing that darkness is actually the space for creation that really should inspire us to really harness the substance, that dark matter that we're sitting in right now, mm -hmm. because we're in a period of transition. We're in a period where there's a falling away of an old way an old world and a new one is being reborn. So that gives us an opportunity to express what's within us because what's within us, our purpose is always made for the time that we're living in. Yes. So if there's anybody on here who's listening and you have something that's been in you that you've been wanting to do, which maybe you haven't had the courage, maybe you feel like the time hasn't been right for you to do it yet, don't delay it anymore. Rah, rah. Hold on a sec. Um, don't delay it anymore. Now is the time. Now is the perfect time. There's never been a better time <laughs> yes. to tap to tap in that and be a part of, you know, bringing in a new world. So, you know, that's what we're going through right now. 
And yeah, just keep in mind that, you know, you have to go down before you go up. I always kind of come up with a word for every year that I go through. And a word that I gave myself in the past was, this is going to be the rah-rah. Just hold on. <laughs> I know. Um, so a word that I had gave myself in the past was, I said, this is going to be my year of building foundations. And I was thinking like, oh, I'm starting here and it's only up from here. But what I didn't realize when I said that was that foundation is actually at the bottom most level of mm-hmm. a building. Mm-hmm. You have to go down mm-hmm. sometimes before you go up just like that seed when you're trying to bring a new you have this you know I want to grow this broccoli over here I gotta put that seed gotta bury that seed exactly and it has to sit in a period of darkness to germinate to even get that spark of life it has to go in darkness first so I want us to all just kind of keep that on our minds as we're going through we don't know what's getting ready to happen from tomorrow to next week day to day it's always something yes so we have to keep that in our mind that we're kind of going through like the the contractions of a a new world coming into being you know kind of those labor pains before it comes so I hope that was you know right for somebody to hear right now (laughs) that was right for me to hear right now you know very reaffirming because there's definitely dark times and I am I can I will at least pat my, I'm usually not a person that's like me, me, but I'm going to pat myself on the back for taking all these yes. extreme highs and lows and dealing with them. How the way that the me nine months ago, 10 months ago would not have been able to deal with. So, um, Thank you so much for your words. Everyone is applauding. Wow. Yes. Great message. Um, How can, for those who don't follow you, how can people connect with you? Yes. So you can find me at Manal on Instagram. uh, Manal.com. That's right. Mm -hmm. At Manal on Instagram, Facebook, Manal.com online. That's where you can find me. Um, you know, feel free to DM me if you ever have any questions. Of course, if you want to shop, I'm, you know, we do uh, virtual appointments in the studio. So if you want to come in virtually, we'll do like a little video, like a Zoom, you know, meeting with you and help you style jewelry, plan for gifts. We'll try on pieces for you so you can kind of see how they look. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, you know, here and open as a resource, whether you want to shop for jewelry or anything else. Yes. And also on the website, you guys can sign up for the newsletter. Sometimes I really look forward to reading mine. They're always so (laughs) creative and interesting. And she shares a little bit of her gems in there sometimes. So if that's how you receive information, make sure you sign up for her newsletter as well on the website. Um, Thank you so much for your time. Rara, thanks for sharing your mother with me. He found his dad now, like, of course, as, <laughs> of we're, course, ending. as we're ending it, it's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your night, the rest of your year. I'm sure we'll connect soon. Thank you everyone for joining. Um, we don't have any more sessions this month, but next month I have something special for a special guest for Valentine's Day. So um, make sure you guys stay tuned, sign up for my newsletters. So you can get that and we're going to call it a night. Thank you guys so much. Bye, Sheba. Bye. Thank you all for joining.